What's up, guys? John Stacy here, your host of Thick, Strong, and Awkward, the podcast. Recorded this before Denver clash in the Rockies, so you'll hear some predictions and things that uh, we already know the outcome of, so just uh, listen along and pretend like you don't, I guess. Uh, today I have a special episode with someone many people will have an opinion about. He's the sometimes controversial, often outspoken, and occasionally polarizing America's Strongest 105 from 2019, Terry Rady. Love him or hate him, he proved himself in the sport as a true competitor, and he regularly voices his opinion on what's happening in both the community as a whole and globally. Uh, so here's his take on the current and future state of the 105 class and strongman in general. Uh, let me know on Instagram how your perception lines up with his. Here we go. What's up, man? Hey, hey, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. That is quite the background you got going on there. Well, I am. John, John, you'll you'll soon learn I am the universe. I am the world. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I am the universe. I'm sure the listeners are going to be stoked to find that out and, you know, have all the problems solved by you. I'm like Thanos, except... I do like a lot of jazz hands instead of snapping fingers. Yeah. You see yeah, me do this? If you see me do this, it's trouble coming. Yeah, you got a little sparkle going on there with the uh, contrast of your background. Okay, interesting. You're like Thanos. Absolutely. You feeling a little genocidal or what? Absolutely. No. <laughs> is it is it considered is it considered genocide if he didn't kill them? Hmm. Well, I mean, then you're you're getting into some gray area where wiping somebody from existence and killing them. What is the the difference exactly? I mean, for sure, I'm with you. I'm with you, but like, if they never existed, you know. Well, they, well okay. So he didn't wipe them from like everyone else's memory. So obviously, they existed, right? He just ended their existence very abruptly. I'll just be. You know, yeah. Sometimes it just be like that. Mm. And you got semantics, so I think you could have fixed that with the snap. I mean, you could have just said they never existed. You're all powerful, right? And then, uh, yeah, then your problem solved. That's 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 what I'm thinking. And then the whole problem is okay. solved with the Avengers at the end, right? Because his whole thing was like, as long as people remember what there was, well, if you just wipe their memory in the first place, you got no issues. These are these are the conversations that need to be happening in, in the strength <laughs> sports world right now. We don't need to be talking about world's strongest man prospects and all that stuff. These are the things that people need to know. I mean, these are the important important conversations for sure. Yeah. All right. We should be good now. All right. What uh, what do you got going on? Are you training for anything fun? I know you've been doing a lot of Oli lifting. Uh, dude, I'm just doing like fun stuff for me like you know what i'm saying like just kind of whatever i feel like doing i do it you yeah. know um you know i'll do like little three four week blocks with no real plan you know so it's just kind of going with the flow okay do you have anything you're trying to increase at all or is it literally just every day is um no i mean like i'm, I'm working like to get my squat better um, maintaining a little bit of size. 
I don't know. I've been so focused on coaching and stuff that it's like, you know, I don't even really focus on myself anymore. I maybe make it to the gym like three or four days a week. If that, you know, yeah, man, I got other stuff, you know, how many, how many clients are you up to? Uh, I think I'm carrying, I, the highest I was at was close to like, it was like a 91 at one point in time. Yeah. It was too many. It was too many. It was too hard on me. The quality wasn't good. Like where I liked it, like people were still doing well, but like, it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, so dropped some people, um, other people, you know, we had ran our course and then just kind of, I think I'm carrying like 60, no 58 right now. Okay. That's a and that's about blood still. Yeah. That's, that's about a sweet spot. I could, I could like, I'm trying to transition everybody over to a new sheet right now. And it's taking a lot longer. Um, a, because it's just been like my birthday, then my girlfriend's birthday is this weekend. So like all the extra time I would usually spend on stuff is getting consumed by family time. Okay. Um, and then, uh, it's just like taking a lot longer because it's a lot more writing. So, yeah. You know, and then on top of getting like two, 300 videos a week, like, you know, it just be like that. It's a lot to go through. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, I enjoy it. Everybody seems to be doing well. Um, Just had a couple new additions to the team. So, you know, I think uh, Kevin Ferris is on the team. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm working with Kevin now. Um, Yeah, so Rob obviously just came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rob's Rob's taken to it really well. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah, it's got to be a big change uh, for you, like stimulus wise, than what he was getting from Poundstone. Yeah, I trained with him actually a couple times whenever he was with Poundstone, uh, mm-hmm. and it was very like I remember one session was like um, three set three by three flat bench, like worked to a heavy top set triple, um, then close grip three pin press. Um, three by five, work two heavy top set of five, then four sets of six pin lay rows. That was it. That's it. not a lot of volume. Yeah. Not a lot of volume. I mean, you, you still hit pretty heavy weights and I yeah. can understand if you did something like that every day, but it was like, you know, four days a week, five days a week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you went in and hit something heavy like that on a daily basis, you could get away with it. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's like, you know, not a lot of movements. I mean, that's what the Russians did, you know? So yeah. But is that uh, how does Poundstone train that way himself? Dude, no, that's the thing. Poundstone was like a fucking workhorse in his day. Like the dude outworked everybody. That's why he's so good. Yeah. Um, But, you know, a lot of the things he does or would do, you know, just from being friends with both of them, you know, is he would he would do the workouts first himself just to kind of see like the weights Rob should be doing. Like he would give Rob weights to hit because he's like, okay, if I'm hitting this, you should be hitting this. Like, so yeah. Gotcha. How is it? You said he's adapting well to your new, your style though. You've worked with Rob before on in the past, didn't you? Or was that just nutrition Uh, or. It was just nutrition for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It was just nutrition for a little bit. Uh, Then he got sponsored. So it was like, you know, um, but yeah, it's, um, it's not, it's not any different. I mean, it's, it's Rob's Rob's programming is a lot more straightforward than I would have like, um, Melissa do, 
Uh, Kevin's is very like pretty straightforward in comparison to what I would have Jody Kennedy do. Um, you know, so it's like, and, and Jody is way more straightforward than what I have Mel do. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's kind of like on a different like scale of things. It's not that one's Mm -hmm. better than the other. It's just kind of understanding them as athletes and where they need to go. So, you know, Mel did so well at Dubai. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was unreal. Like, yeah, she had a really great show. I was really in like, I, like, even I was impressed. I was like, damn, dude, you really fucking let him have it. Like, cause I knew she would do well. Mm -hmm. Um, but like her yoke, we never hit 660 oh. once. We never, we did not touch 660 one time in training. Not that makes once. it even more impressive. Wow. Yeah. We, the heaviest we went was 640. <clears throat> and that was a PR. Mm-hmm. In the week, in the, in three weeks before that, when she did 585, that was a PR. Like she's, I don't know, she's impressive, man. She's impressive. Yeah. She's an impressive athlete. Jody's the same way. Jody's fucking coming along. She just said a log PR. The thing with Jody is that she trained one specific way for so long. Uh, in her having an Olympic background, she like have you like you saw Jody, she's very undersized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, she's very compact. So, like yeah. big implements like 12-inch logs, like are a lot for her to control. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, and that's that's the problem is she competes at such a high level, but she didn't work. Like she just pressed heavy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like she would just do volume and pressing. Like she never really worked like stability and like things like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like big things for her overhead. Like it, she, we have to like (coughs) constantly be hamming, hammering her stability while simultaneously trying to keep her working in that heavy weight range. Mm -hmm. And it's been good, but. Like it's, it's very tough. That's overcome. Like trying to balance Jody's workload is fucking hard because I really yeah. want an off season with her, with her. Like I really want an off season, but I haven't had one. And that's yeah. like a lot of my athletes right now. I've had a lot of people come on that just have contest after contest after contest. And I'm like, fuck man, like <laughs> you can make people stronger, but like, dude, off seasons where the fucking magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the plight of strongman, right? No off season, and there's just stuff constantly, especially now. And it seems to be even picking up more and more. So, uh, pretty much like yeah. every other month, there's a big show. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like it's, I I love it, dude. I love all the shows. Like I love mm-hmm. everything. I love all the shit Furman's doing. I love <clears throat> like the whole Giants wuss like battling yeah. controversy thing. I like that mm-hmm. Shaw's got his own show now. I love that Z did it. Like. This is like a golden age. Like I, I consider this like the attitude era, actually not the attitude era, the golden age of strong man. Like when me and Sean and um, all of them were competing together, that was the attitude era. But okay. like, yeah, like it was me, Furman, D Marinas, Andrew Clayton, Nick Camby, James Deffenball. Like that was a fucking, that's a fucking. There's a lot of, some heavy hitters. <clears throat> And I mean, even like right before that, when it was like Sean, Zach McCarley, uh, mm-hmm. Rob Kearney, like, dude, Justin Blake, Matt Mills, like, I don't know, Justin are competing. Blake. America Strongest Man, you're talking, talking okay. about. Um, I think he won in 20, I want to say 
2013. Okay. Oh, fuck. That was my first year competing. So I was a little out of the loop on a lot of that stuff. Maybe, maybe before that. I can't remember. Um, I know Zach won a bunch. Yep. Um, Sean won a fucking ton. Um, I mean, Andrew Clayton was a fucking animal at 105. Andrew Clayton is an animal at any weight class. Listen, we've had our biffs in the past or whatever, but as an mm. athlete and as a fucking strength competitor, by far have the utmost respect for him. Like yeah. uh, the dude's fucking insanely strong, insanely strong, you know, but are we recording right now? Yep. Cool. Yeah. You never told me, but yeah. Oh, I thought, uh, yeah, I, I hit record when you entered. So I assume that it gave you the notification, but maybe it doesn't do it until I accept your entry. I'm not sure. No, it's all good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. It's uh, I, I love all of it. Like everything that's happening right now, like it's cool just sitting back and watching, you know, yeah. I don't really have a desire to compete anymore, man. Okay. Like, it's just, I got so much other shit going on and like, mm-hmm. it just, dude, that like to get to that level and where I was at, like it took so much out of like my soul, like my soul, dude. It, yeah. yeah so the A- ASM 2019 was your last comp, right? Yeah. And I, I, uh, was front squatting back in February of 2019 uh, and I was doing like, it was a lot like 525 or 545 for a set of five on front. Squat. I was up to like 260 at the time. Yeah. yeah. I was up to like 260 or something, dude. I was fucking huge. I was eating pizza. Like I like that. I was so big and like, mm-hmm. I wasn't posting a ton of shit, but I was yeah. just out there. Like I was training an everyday athlete, Louisville, one of the best gyms, best gyms, great environment. Like, and I was just like i just wanted it man i was going to do the 2019 Arnold as a heavyweight yeah. um and then i went to afib and i was like uh i know that's not normal so i immediately mm-hmm. went to the doctor like i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not one of those guys gonna like fucking oh yeah. it was just part of the game like nah bro like mm-hmm. i love this sport and and like i think everybody has that mentality when they get to that level of i'll die for this but when you like get faced with like the reality of that question like hey but is, are you, are you serious about that? It's yeah. like, uh, no, because back then fucking UNASM, you get 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not worth it. You win the Arnold, you get an Arnold invite to the heavyweight pro show. Yeah. Like what? I'm not, <laughs> no, the medical bills alone from going to the doctor and have insurance, like was like $32,000. Wow. Yeah. Like, not not now what what were they able to tell you was there anything in particular that caused you to go into afib or was it like a genetic issue what was going on so i was in i I know there's there's been a lot of rumors about all that whole situation you know what i mean the the way that instagram works and things but oh dude yeah oh i remember there people oh yeah you had a heart attack and like it's like no dude i went to afib went to the doctor they did an echocardiogram and they were like hey you've got left ventricular hypertrophy which is if you think it's normal, like anyone that gets to that level, they're doing, you know, thousand pound yoke carries for 50 feet. They're blasting steroids. Like you're constantly training heavy, like left ventricular hypertrophy is a result of the body being under high pressure and like strain for extended periods of time. Like my blood pressure regularly, you know, was like one thirties. Uh, it never really got above one forty. 
Um, so my blood pressure was never like crazy high, but it was the, I'm not big. Like, dude, I was 228, yeah. you know, and I had, I was pure muscle. So it's, I was <laughs> like anyone in that situation. Like there's some guys out there that are fucking so big and so tiny and they, they all get it. And the doctor was like, yeah. Hey, you've got left ventricular hypertrophy. This could get bad if you're not careful about it. And it just, whenever he said that, I was like, it's not worth it, you know? And then mm-hmm. for uh, like a year after that, I had crazy anxiety about my health. We'd get heart palpitations, um, you know, like it, it just like panicking all the time, started going to therapy, talking with therapists about it, uh, seeing Dr. Eric Serrano also doing, you know, you know me, I like to like research stuff on my own. So just looking mm-hmm. into what triggers it a lot of, my AFib was, uh, from my vagus nerve. So like I would eat a bunch, it would expand my stomach and your stomach, your heart, your vagus nerve are all a chain and under heavy stress with like training in the heat, my body needs extra minerals. I wasn't getting enough, uh, magnesium and taurine. And, uh, I just sent my heart into AFib and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honestly glad it did because if it would have never did that, like I would have never known. And I could have really did some damage. But like, yeah, I haven't true. had a heart, pal- I haven't had a heart palpitation in like nine months, man. I don't, I don't have heart issues. I don't have high blood pressure. My heart rate's like, you know, mid fifties, I'm Gucci. Yeah. Like, but you know, th- like you said though, the rumor mill, you know, is all these yeah. terrible things. That's just because people like to run their mouths. Like mm-hmm. I talk about this shit openly. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't scare me, but you know, that's a part of this. If you're not ready mm-hmm. for you know, some, some serious health complications to come from chasing a dream and being at a level. I got news for you. Like, <laughs> you know, every, everyone at that level is writing some pretty, uh, big checks, yeah. you know, pretty big checks. There's a reason why there's, you know, uh, lower, you know, age limit for most people that do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You know, you can get all the tests you want. You get like, like, look at John Meadows. He got all the tests he wanted. Oh, well, he had a rare blood disorder. He had this. Okay. What about Matt Porter? You know, like it's, it's. Yeah. There's been a lot, not, uh, specifically in the bodybuilding community. It seems like people are dropping left and right. Like they just announced, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name now, but generation iron just did another death notice today yep. of, uh, some, you know, prominent bodybuilder. It's like every other week, I feel like there's one. And strongman's not any different. We just don't have the coverage yet, you know? Yeah. You know, we, there's a lot of guys in strongman who competed in the nineties and stuff that aren't with us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, from the two thousands, I'm not going to name drop rest in peace, Mike Jenkins. You know, it's, this is not like people see this thing up here and they want to get there in the, in the checks you got a right to get there. I mean, I, I had to have this discussion with Mel Peacock and I said, look, you're very strong, but these women, they are willing to do things that you personally aren't willing to do. And mm-hmm. it's going to put them in a place that is much harder for you to get to. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's harder. It's, it's going to make you want to take that step. but." I want you to know it's not worth it. Like, dude, you have no idea how much it sucks in the strength community to hear people say my name as like a gear pusher. Mm. I am very anti-gear. Like, I don't do gear. 
I have some male friends that are going to take it that I, you know, talked to about it, you know, said, Hey, be careful of this or whatever. But it's like, I'm not like huge on, there was a time way back in the day, like 2018, when I would talk about it, you know, you're young, be like, Oh yeah, man, it's fine. Do it. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But now, no, no, I don't want any, I, especially if you're a female, Hey, it's nothing against you. Just don't do it. It's just don't do it. Like people Mm -hmm. aren't even paying attention to how many female bodybuilders have died in the last month. And they're like, Oh, well, it's from diuretics. It's whatever excuse you, whatever excuse you need to tell yourself. Yeah. You know, like whatever excuse you need to tell yourself, Mm -hmm. people, people don't want to face the realities of doing the sport, man. People don't want to face the realities of it. Keep it a hobby. Keep it this beautiful thing. Like let the pros do the pro stuff. But like this sport is so fun at the amateur level. It is so freaking fun. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Like, dude, I miss parking lot shows so much. <laughs> They're fun. I mean, the backyard bullshit is a great time. And that's what gets most people hooked on it in the first place. So that's how I got hooked on it. And then, it's you the know, five, it took me five years to even like have any idea of pro level stuff at all. And then to have any ambition to actually go to nationals or anything. You know, yeah, I was, like I was happy in that. Nationals is so fun. The mm-hmm. Arnold is so fun. Like, just like competing with your friends is fun, but yeah. like that, like, don't, don't let that fun turn into something that isn't fun. Cause it didn't yeah. get, it, it stopped being fun. When it starts like becoming your personality, it stops being fun. Yeah. And, and I think too, you like, I think too, yeah, when you get into um, you know, like you have the backyard bullshit, the, the fun amateur events and everything, but then you have to recognize that there is a big difference between the pro levels and the elites that compete at, you know, ASM or go to the clash finals. You know what I mean? So the clash regionals are a different thing. You know, there's kind of a mixture in there. Um, but people need to register that like the people that are going to clash finals and place in top 10 or the people that are going to nationals and getting their pro cards are more than likely running a fair amount of stuff. You know, there are, there are a few freaks in there, but more than likely they're running a lot of stuff. And you don't need to get, it's just like bodybuilding. You don't need to get hooked on that, like running a bunch of shit for your hobby because it's risk versus reward for something that like, if you're not genetically blessed enough to be close to that level without it, yeah. you're not going to, you know, what you're going to get out of running a bunch of shit to try and get there. It's not going to pay off and you're not going to last. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer, dude. It's a bummer. Um, I mainly, I mainly, I'm, I'm talking like to the big dudes mainly. Uh, the 105 guys, yeah, for sure, like do their fair share of that stuff. But like the big guys, man, like I, I see how big some of these dudes are, and it's not like healthy big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not healthy mm-hmm. big. I and always, I always me, wonder man. what they run too, because I mean, some of those guys have some genetic freak potential that you can't even wrap your mind around. But then a lot of them too are like they're definitely pushing their body to an extreme to keep up. And yeah, how man. are they accomplishing that? It's wild. It's wild, man. There's a, oh, dude, <laughs> funny story. So, you know, West Clavern, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows West Clavern, strongest dudes in the fucking country, in the world. He's so, it's so crazy, impressive. So mm-hmm. crazy story about him when it comes to gaining weight and not like 
like when I hear this story, like my stomach hurts so bad. So he's getting ready to do North America's Giants live. This was like 2017 or 18 or something like that. And he's driving up from Georgia and he gets to the contest. We're talking about like what he ate, and what he doing. He said he ate an entire box of star crunch cakes all the way from Georgia to Indiana. And he was eating oatmeal cream pies while he was competing. He's my hero. Oh, yeah. He's my hero. The fact yeah. that he can do that, dude, thinking about eating that before a contest, I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Dude, I would have a headache. I would like my gut. I would be like, oh. so much sugar, man. Oh, yeah. dude, I would feel so lethargic. But he I've seen what show, he posts. Though. He had a good I've show. I've seen what he posts to the gram with his diet. Like he's hitting Taco Bell like every couple of days, Bro, like heavy orders, too. <laughs> heavy orders. <laughs> Wes hit some heavy orders. He's my hero. I wish he that that dude has an iron gut. He is my but, hero. Hey man, if if eating like that got me to Viper a log like he did at ASM, I oh dude wouldn't, ASM, sec, wouldn't second about, guess it. What about Santa Monica? Oh yeah, did he do yeah. like the 360, 365 Slater log for like three? Absurd. Vipered it. He's Fucking crazy dude, crazy. Well, he crazy. ASM was it wasn't a Slater log, so probably a little bit easier, but. uh the 355 that they did, he hit six vipered and just ran out of time for seven. That's crazy. That's fucking yeah. nuts, dude. I didn't really watch ASM. I was, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I look, I love this sport, but like, I feel like this is kind of like a down era for okay. like lightweight strongmen okay. um, in, in the United States. Uh, okay. Like, like I think Camby is absolutely incredible, but like Camby is just Camby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, back like a few years ago, if it were, if, if the lineup were like me, Furman, Andrew Clayton, Sean D. Marinas, Nicholas Camby, you know, those five dudes and you're going into a show, that's a, you put a poll out there. I mean, people be like, I don't, that's a tough show. That's a fucking hard show. James Deffenball in it. Like yeah. it could, that's anybody's fucking game. That's anybody's mm-hmm. game. But now it's like Camby shows up. You're like, yes, I <laughs> don't even need, I don't even need to watch it. He's so impressive yeah. right now. He's so yeah. insanely impressive. Uh, but like, you know, it's his, it's his class. It's his, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he had a really good show in Russia. Um, I think it's second in that first yeah. second. Uh, I want to say he was third. I thought. Um, but it was know. like a it was a goofy weight class thing, I thought. And then there was the the Russian guy. Well, um, well and the, they're Russians. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just leave the it Russian that. guy that that uh, he lost to was just a savage. And Camby says, at least in my interview with Camby a couple of days ago, he says that that guy is the only guy on the planet right now that can, that would concern him at a competition. Beyond that, he's confident in himself. Right. Right. Above all, right. Else, right. Yeah. But like, I like, but that's it, man. It's like Camby. Like, okay, so say Camby wasn't competing in the 105s. He bumps up to heavyweight. Now you look at a 105 show, you have no clue who's going to win. You have no clue. Like, you know, it could yeah. be anybody's game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Could yeah. be Tommy. Could be Tyler. You know, could be Anthony uh, in Colorado. Could be anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think the weights they're hitting are as heavy as it was a couple years ago. And I mean, that's like, Camby's the only one that's still hitting those weights. James has got a great 
freaking deadlift, but you know, his, he, he's hurt his shoulder, you know, I dude that James is like taped together. He is such an impressive competitor. Like the fact that he just keeps doing it shows how much he loves the sport. I mean, it's come up a few times in here with people. uh, I mean, he's always a threat because he just finds every way around his injuries to make sure that you can still hit it. And it's, it's wild. It's crazy to watch. It is. So it's the most, like, it's the best thing for a competitor to have, but it's not, it's not something you can like acquire. That's like a James personal trait. That's Mm -hmm. like, he was born with that shit. Like nobody else could like when he dude when he pulled that 18 inch deadlift at ASM in 2019 with those fucking pads on his legs. I was like, what is, what is happening right now? And he got that (laughs) bitch up. He sat under the barbell, like, pulled himself under it so he could sit out and then like did a leg press and stood up with it yeah that was like (laughs) oh my god that was so impressive yeah james like i think james is probably the second best in the united states for sure okay yeah yeah like like james is insane like Mm -hmm. absolutely and he's and he's so consistent like he's not a gym dude you know what i'm saying like you'll see him post stuff on the gram and you're like, yeah, I mean, that looks pretty good. You're looking good. And then he goes to a contest and it just doesn't matter. It ha- it does mm-hmm. not matter. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's one impressive guy to watch. It's just wild to me that like, it never seems, it seems like he, no matter what is only really ever coming in at like 90%, which I mean, is true of most of the competitors just because of, you know, peaking and how heavy you're training for these shows. Like you're never really a hundred percent at a show for the most part. But it seems like no. he's like if he could come in at you know ninety eight, he I think I think he could be a contender for it. But yes. he's fighting yeah. he's fighting so many injuries, you know. It's just tough. So many it can be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's can be it's can be show. It's can be's universe, and and it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. Like having you know known can be a long time and trained with him multiple times when I you know I would go to Boston and stuff. Like not only is he just a pleasure to train with. Uh, and bounce ideas off of and stuff like that. But he works so hard. Mm-hmm. Like he was the only person whenever I would train with people, he was the only person that would like really push me in training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and like it's well-deserved and like, he's a great ambassador to the sport. I love everything he does. Um, but I mean, just in terms of like everybody else, like I just don't think the class is as strong as it used to be a couple years ago. I mean, so- a couple, a couple, a couple of years ago, we had like multiple 400 pound log pressers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like we were hitting, we hit, you know, a 360 farmers in, you know, seven seconds. We hit, you know, a 900 pound yoke in seven to eight seconds. Like, I mean, the class was, it was just like, but, but with that being said, everybody, like these dudes still have time. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. young. They're not, yeah. they, they're not like super, like besides Tommy. And, you know, I, I don't know how Tommy does what Tommy does, like with his job mm, and like yeah. also training, like you see that shit he posts, yeah. like ripping out entire engines of like caterpillars and yeah. shit like that, bro. Like yeah. Tommy is that dude's that dude's a fucking workhorse. He is. He's absolutely you know? a workhorse. He's uh he, and I've, I've done an interview with him. I don't know if you listen to, but he talks about how, I mean, there's a lot of days where he winds up, you know, 10, 12 hours doing that exactly taking engines apart, you know, taking transmissions out, whatever it is. And, uh, he has to just call it when he gets off. He's like, I, I, I'm not going to get anything done at the gym tonight. So I'm going to, you know, wait till tomorrow or whatever. And that's gotta be brutal, you know? Cause I mean, time it in is. the gym is going to be, 
critical on a lot of this stuff, but he's smart about it. it he is. But, you know, I also having done that life, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't do it nearly as hard as he did, but I know the toll it can take. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you add in like me, dude, I was like a single dude, you know, that didn't have a kid. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's, I had so much more free time. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, an, an incredible husband. Like he's, you know, got so much other shit going on in his life. It's tough yeah. to balance the amount of like demand that getting to like the 400 pound log press level requires for sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it's just tough, dude. It's fucking hard. Like nobody, yeah. I, I like, I think it's really hard for amateurs, especially to kind of gauge what it fucking takes. Like, dude, it takes so much out of you. Yep. It is so hard. like dude i'll go in and like do an old workout and i'll be like how the fuck did i make it through this how the (laughs) fuck did i get through this entire workout like geez but i don't know it's i i love watching the sport grow it's the best the best thing regardless of like feelings and shit like dude i love what Furman's doing with clash at the coast the strength collective thing seems to be doing great ariana's making great macaroons like I love seeing the support, dude. No, Kinsey, yeah, uh, my girlfriend yeah. is really good friends with Ariana, so she sends okay. macaroons, and I get yeah. to eat them, bitches. And I'm telling you, oh, what, that's bro, awesome. They are fire. They I've are heard they're great. Good. I haven't gotten my hands on any yet, but hopefully, they're I'll get very, very good. Yeah. They're super, super good. Um, yeah, dude, I'm Denver's this weekend, right? Yep. I think it's Marinara's show to lose. That's that's my guess too. Um, obviously, Jordan, unfortunately, is uh, we're still recovering from COVID, so I mean, he'd be a threat healthy. I'm concerned he's not quite healthy enough to to really compete for that podium spot. Um, Donaldson, yes, Donaldson, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Andy Triana's coming though, um, and he's quiet on he's a ghost on social media, so you really can't keep up with how training's going or anything else. I like, yeah. Andy's Andy's always a threat. I just think it's a big uh it's a big class. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I mm-hmm. for like the size. Like it's just yeah. tough, dude. Like it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? At that level. Um, but if there's anyone that could do it, it's Andy. I mean, he's wicked smart. Like, you know, he always pulls something out of his ass at a contest. Um, he's just gotta like be he like for Andy to do it, he has to be like 100 percent on his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because I, it's, it's Anthony's show to lose. Yeah. Uh, he, he's looking good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've been battling through some stuff, uh, but you know, he's looking good and he's going to be tough to beat. Jordan would definitely be a contender. Jordan was actually talking to me a little bit ago about his deadlift. I was trying to help him with it. He's having problems with his hip shooting up. I think he's got some like, you know, neural connection, like issues, like hammering his, uh, posterior chain, like really getting it engaged on a good deadlift. Uh, okay. and I think that's probably because he sits a lot at his job. I know oh, like, yeah. like driving, you know what I'm saying? Kind of numbing throw, that those nerve mm-hmm. structures up. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that's yeah, what I do those, too, so I get it. Yeah. Like, dude, you sit for a long time. Like I noticed whenever yeah. I was like, um, I had to do like, uh, at, at, at the heaviest I was pulling, I was, I was traveling 121 nights a year on the road and, uh, yeah, it is a lot. And 
some of the drives would be five, six, seven hours. Mm -hmm. And I would have to maybe do that both ways in one day. So it just, and on top of like working on equipment afterwards, like heavy pumps and stuff like that. So I noticed whenever I did that, I had to really have two days of deadlifting, but it was like, neither one was really heavy. Uh, and one was more of just hammering the, the technique to like keep, you know, my posterior chain kind of like Mm, in a, in a, in like a, like a concurrently ready, you know, at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping those neural pathways open and firing. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was a, wow. Good memories. Good memories. (laughs) Yeah. How's that thing going, man? Uh, I am kind of just bro bodybuilding bullshit because uh so good yeah i got uh they think i've got a either a really bad herniated disc or multiple or potentially ms going on with some nerve damage and not sure so i'm uh i got some mris scheduled and you know basically i gotta rule a bunch of things out and see what happens okay yeah, I got, uh, I've well, been I having wish some, you luck, buddy. yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I've had some leg issues and it's all kind of stemming from this back problem. And so there's definitely some nerve issues, but it could just be a really bad herniated disc. That's like pushed on some shit, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got an x-ray well, and nothing's fractured. So that's the first step. Yeah. I hope for the best uh, yeah, thanks, situation, man. but yeah. yeah. What were you going to ask? Oh, uh, oh, I was just saying, yeah, I talked to Anthony. Um, we did a pod, uh, San Lorenzo muscles marinara and his headspace seems like he's just in the right spot and that everything's been firing really well for him. So I would agree with you just to touch base back on that is that I would agree with you that he's, a, he's pretty much a shoe in for that, that first place, if not first or second spot. Yeah. The, you know, Anthony trained with deal for a long time and deal got Anthony very strong, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, deal really got Anthony there, but it was like, um, Anthony needed that like experience is like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to like kind of get his mindset ready, like deal was doing like a lot of good work with the strength portion of it. But, and, and this is like, not to, you know, I'm not saying any names or anything, but this, this goes along with like truly loving and caring about the sport you can't appreciate the sport until you do the sport and you can't Mm. understand what it takes to compete at a high level until you do the things to compete at a high level. Like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? You like the mentality is just different. Like it's just different when you're in, when you're in contention for nationals, it's different. Mm -hmm. When you're in contention for the Arnold, it's just different. When you're at ASM, it's just different. Like yes, local contests, are anxious you get the butterflies and stuff like that you know what i'm saying but when mm-hmm. you are doing gear and you know like it's just different like it's just there's so much more commitment like it's like mm-hmm. getting married to something you know uh, and yeah. he just kind of needed like that confidence that comes with like competing it's dude funny story so we're at nationals um when he was competing with justin loy Yep. <laughs> and I had worked with him on a sandbag because he couldn't really get a sandbag down. we worked really hard on it. And I went out to Colorado, trained with him and we were going over like cues and stuff. And I'm talking about his foot placement and stuff like that. So I'm talking to one of my other athletes who compete. And I think I was talking to Alex cop. Um, and 
I hear Anthony screaming across the fucking arena. Where do I put my feet? Where do I put my feet? And he is like, five people come up and they're like, will you go talk to this man about where to put his feet? And he goes, where do I put my feet? And I'm like, right, just line up right there. And I like set him and I said, okay, you're right there. You're good. Do your thing. Then he did great on the sandbag toss. But he was like, where do I put my feet? I need to know where to put my feet. So now that's like a, a, a reoccurring joke with like everybody in Colorado. We're just like, where do I put okay. my feet? Where do I put my feet? Yeah. yeah. I'll make a, sure that definitely time. gets brought up this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Bring that up. Bring that up. Just walk up to him and be like, hey, Anthony, where do I put my feet? All right. You don't know exactly it. what you're talking about. Yeah. Awesome. But um, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm excited to watch and see how class turns out. I'm excited to see how nationals goes. OSG is going to be sick. Like, I don't know. It's just a good time, like to be a fan of strongman. And like, I, I appreciate that I'm a fan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like I went and did log press and I, I hit, I think, 365 felt good. Blacked out almost. But yeah. I don't like that's that's the shit I look for now, you know. Ah, can still do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that felt okay. Haven't mm-hmm. pressed a heavy log in a couple of weeks, still can you know work up to a single like that. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't need I don't need much else. You know what I'm saying? I want a bunch of stuff. Like you know, now I have a solid business base. I'm good. Like, just no real desire to compete. Yeah, I uh, I'm in a similar thing with what I've got going on. Obviously, not being able to train super hard for anything. Um, I, I, I'm really enjoying just being a fan, doing the podcast, getting to know the athletes, trying to get some people, some exposure, um, working on some filming projects and stuff. Uh, Good. and that's, that's been really fulfilling. Uh, I go to these shows though, just like clash and it's going to happen this weekend too. And then for about a week, week and a half afterwards, I am just dying inside because I want to compete so bad and then it fades out and I get back to really enjoying the rest of life, you know, but, uh, yeah, oh, it definitely dude. ignites it pretty fast. Oh, dude, there was like a three-week period where I was like, I might do OSG. I think I'm going to do OSG. It's yeah. like, you know, there was like a three-week period where I was like, all right, I think I might do OSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran through the Husa medley at like, I think the heaviest I worked to in three weeks was like 90%, moved well. Mm-hmm. Um, did stones. Uh, I think I hit three, 345 for like, you know, three sets of four. Like felt, you know, everything felt good. But the next day I was like, cause like I'm on nothing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was like, dude, I feel fucking like I got hit by a truck, you know, <laughs> like, man, boy, yeah. I had missing test flu. Like I was like, geez. Um, so it was just like, and then like that proposition in my head came up and it was like, do you really want to do that stuff again, man? And I was like, no, not really. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't want to do it. And, you know, people say we well, can still compete and have fun. And it's like, I can't, I, t- I take the sport way too, like, it's all like, it's a fault. Yeah. I take the sport way too seriously that I can't just compete. You know, like I, if yeah. I'm doing it, I'm going to fucking do gear and I'm going to win. Like yeah. if I want to come back, like I'm going to fucking come back and crush everything I want to crush, but mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to like, I like watching fucking Camby. Like I yeah. like watching Tyler Young. I like watching dudes I've competed against mm-hmm. fucking on TV, fucking hanging out. It's like, I feel like that dad's like, ah, I remember that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. You know, that guy that like shot a three pointer over Michael Jordan. I'm like, yeah, I beat that guy on an event one time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. We were doing yeah. deadlift. I got him. I let him have it. He can yeah. beat me now, but I let him have it. You know, you're that, 
You're that I benched 400 in high school guy. Totally fine. Whatever. <laughs> totally fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, so I think fuck bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's a standard strongman response right there. Yeah, fuck bench. Yeah. Yeah. So, so circling back, why, why do you, so I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Actually, you make some really good points as far as like, we're in kind of a transition period in the sport right now, as far as the top guys, why do you think that is that there wasn't anybody kind of right in the middle? Was it just like lack of prize money or what do you think maybe kind of caused? Cause it seems like there's those older guys that are kind of just half transitioning out, moving on to more coaching, other things, um, or just, just aren't healthy enough to come back right now. And then there's a lot of these younger guys. There's like Tyler Pruitt who did exceptional in Waco. He's 24 years old. He's coming to Colorado. Could he podium? I mean, it's possible, you know, on the right day. Sure. Uh, and he's really pushing himself. He's not quite there yet. Um, so there's a few of those guys, you know, working their way up the ranks and sure in three years, they could be two, two, three years, two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two, three years. And I don't say this, like trying to, like hurt anybody's feelings or make anybody feel yeah. bad. Like mm-hmm. to everyone, if you're listening, I love watching you compete. <laughs> I watch all the clashes. I pay the money. I don't care. Like yeah. it's, it's awesome. Like, but I'm just like being real. I'm just being me. I'm just being real with you. Like, I'm not like trying to make anybody mad. I'm just telling the truth. Like, I mean, it's, it's the, the reason there's uh like been this like weird transition is the same reason. Like, Remember like how the WWF, like you had Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and like, you know, it was fucking like this. And then there was like that weird transition period it was like still Stone Cold was there, but they were mm. bringing in like some newer guys. Who the fuck's John Cena? Then John yeah. Cena became the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. we're in that period right now. Like some old dudes are transferring out. Like the gotcha. one dude that was like, you know, the underdog while The Rock was then. Now he's up here like. It's, it's mm. just, it's the same thing with that. It's that that's the way the cookie crumbles. Every sport's like that, like basketball, you get Jordan, then you have a low period, then you get LeBron. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like there was, there was like a really high peak, then a low peak in like American heavyweight strongman. You know what I'm saying? Like it was shot. Yeah. You know, yeah and it, it, like, it seems that it. Uh, the heavyweight class, especially like world's strongest man of the Arnold too are just a couple of years ahead of the 105s in this transition period, right? Because now yeah. they have all the new guys, all the young guys are winning, but they're all kind of trading off every year as they're figuring themselves out. And it seems well, like, it's you like, know, like, remember, that's funny because when heavyweight strongman in the U.S. kind of went like this, lightweight strongman in the U.S. was like this. Like you had okay. me, Clayton, yeah. Adam Lane, like it, like can be, so many good competitors you had yuri doing shit over in ukraine like Mm -hmm. there were a lot of good like lightweight dudes all over the world but in the u.s as far as heavyweight you had like shaw burke had quit competing obviously poundstone quit competing jenkins wasn't around Mm -hmm. like i mean there were some good u.s dudes but it wasn't what it was and that's okay that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's normal because it makes yeah. you appreciate those like really high moments. Like, right. Like I, I would hate to think that, you know, like Sean and Berman and like all of these dudes think that like, if they were competing right now at their peak, 
that any of these guys would be able to beat them. Can be, obviously, but like anybody else, yeah. like it's we were like, dude, it was anybody's fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a class of killers. Yeah. Killers. Dude, and like there were amateurs in the US that like kind of haven't been doing as much, you know, things go on, life moves on. There were amateur dudes that like were killers that didn't get their pro cards because they only gave away one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, man. I mean, yeah, how, I think, long did Gary, how long did Gary fight to get his fucking pro card? Yeah, that was a battle. And he got it. And since then, he, he's had just such a string of shit luck, too. Dude, and he's such a like an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. Like, what a great dude. Yeah, I love Gary. Because like a lot of the 105 dudes don't talk to me anymore because of all the mm-hmm. bullshit drama that happened, yeah. which whatever. If you don't want to talk to me because of some bullshit, fine. Fuck you. Um but like Gary is one dude that's like consistently like still reaches out to me and like asks how I'm doing because he doesn't care about the bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dan Hughes is one, like all of these dudes, like they're like, dude, fucking who cares? Like, and that's how I am. I'm like, who fucking cares, dude? I don't have any yeah. hatred. I want everyone to do well. I want everyone to do well. I have no dog in the fight. I got my people I'm coaching. I'm Gucci. I'm just here to watch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm yeah. just here to watch and experience the sport. Yeah. I got way too much other shit going on <laughs> and it's great, dude. It's, it's so great. And honestly, I feel like in two years, give it two years, two years. Cause there's some amateurs that are very good. Yeah. There's some amateurs that are very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot and and a lot like smarter coaches are coming into the game. Um, yeah. Like the coaching is getting better. Um, the, the 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 exposure is getting better like clash and all that shit and strength collective what they're doing it's getting the sport so much good exposure and that's great mm-hmm. and it's bringing a lot of people into the sport so now as more people come into the sport things are going to start tumbling because you're going to get a lot of dudes that are great power lifters but don't really enjoy power lifting that are more athletic and they're going to mm-hmm. come over to strong man same with olympic yeah. lifting like I do. I, I don't think John Hawk's going to do very well. Uh, I think he's oh, so strong. Uh, I think he's just a little stiff. I think he's just a little okay. stiff. I don't think he's very yeah. quick. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think he's very quick. And you yeah, have I've to, been uh, finding out that he's supposedly going to be at OSG. I uh, am super curious how he is on moving events. Like mo- there's a big difference between, you know, lifting on a two dimensional plane and then actually picking something up and running with it back and forth, you know? So well, like, like, I mean, a lot of people do unilateral work that are power lifters, mm-hmm. but they don't do like unilateral work. You know what I'm saying? Like strong, like, listen, here's some advice from a coach. Uh, if you're listening, if you're not doing at least two unilateral movements a session, you're fucking yourself. Um, it's just, a, it's a different game, man. Strongman's the hardest. It's the hardest out of all the sports, out of all the strength sports. It's absolutely the hardest. I mean, look at look at dudes like Kevin Ferris. Mm. Like, look at dudes like Dirks. Look at dudes that are like undersized and doing the weight that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking crazy. Like, yeah. it's crazy the amount of strength that takes. Like, dude, standing with a barbell on your back and squatting it, yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different, bro. It's just mm-hmm. different. 
Mm-hmm. I love it though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be watching. I'm curious how he'll do. There's a few of those guys that are kind of showing up. They got the OSG invites and whatever else that are. And then there's some people trying to show up at clash, but I mean, circling back, I mean, we've talked about, you know, the difference between American strongman. And then like when you get overseas, the one Oh five class in particular, I think if, if COVID restrictions allow um, the, the foreign guys to qualify and actually get here for clash in 2022, you could see, I mean, I think Canby will still be top two or three for sure, um, if not winner. Uh, but I could see the next five placings being all foreign. Yeah, man. The the foreign, it's 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 the foreign time. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. My headphones died. Okay. Yeah, you're can good. you still hear me? Yep. Okay. Um yeah, it's definitely like the foreign strongman scene right now. Like they're fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, I would say across the board, like it's just European domination right now. Yeah. Well, they actually so. celebrate strongman over there too. So they get a little bit more exposure. They're ahead of the curve as far as the United States is for making people want to compete and then to actually like, pull people from other sports to do it because they get the arenas and they get the actual shows. Right. Yeah. And I mean, dude, that's the cool thing about clash. That production value is fucking fantastic, dude. I love that shit. Like, man, that was awesome. Um, It's just, it's, we're getting there. We're, Mm -hmm. we're freaking getting there. I, I, I think in the next, like 10 years, there'll, there'll be like a term, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it'll finally get the recognition in the U S that it deserves. I think it's about 10 years out. Okay. It's in its infancy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Now we've, Which we've I kind of touched on it. Uh, yeah. I hope so too. Uh, we've kind of touched on it a couple of times. We all know, you know, we talk about rumor mills and, you know, the drama and the sport and everything. Um, obviously you're supportive of clash with and strength weight and all of that, but everybody knows there's some drama with you and Furman. Uh, you want to touch base on whatever that's all about? I don't even know what started that besides um, the belt cleans. I remember belt yeah, cleans Furman everywhere. And I, dude, but, it's, uh, dude, it's always, we've always butted heads. Like we've always, uh, it was just conflicting personalities. Like just sometimes okay. it's just hard to be friends with somebody. Like when your personalities just kind of collide, he's mm-hmm. very eccentric. So am I, he's very opinionated. So am I like, mm-hmm. he's very loud. So am I. You know, and it's like, it's just two conflicting personalities and that's okay. It was more manageable, like when we competed together and stuff, but like, um, you know, there were multiple times where we'd fight and stuff. Um, and I'm dude, I'm a hothead. Um, and he is somebody who loves to egg that shit on, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it goes both ways, but you know, what happened was, the thing that really drew the line is he started the strength collective. Uh, it was like bashing coaching. And I was like, why are you bashing coaching, dude? Like, like, so I was like, templates are dumb. Like, stop, stop saying templates are going to get you world championships. Cause they're not like, I'm sorry, they're not. And, you know, he took offense and we just like battled back and forth on it. And then, I said some shit and he said some shit and he made memes and I made memes and it just, I don't know. It was petty, man. I don't fucking care anymore. Like I, I do not care. I have no animus towards him. He obviously in the last year has grown 
Like mm-hmm. I see, you know, the way, like how happy him and Ariana are. And I love that. Like mm-hmm. I have no animus towards him. I do not care anymore. Um, I love what the strength collective is doing. I love what strength leads doing. Um, I don't know. Like good. I, I want him to be successful. Like what they're doing is good for everything. Yeah. You know, everything has its place. Um, I just didn't like the, why are you paying for a coach? Why are you coaching stupid? Like, I just didn't like that. I'm like, Hey man, I'm like for friends, that's my income. Like, why would you tell people that? You know what I'm saying? And it just, mm. I don't know. It shouldn't have happened, but who cares? Yeah. I mean, it all kind of stems too into, you don't necessarily have to agree with every, every aspect of a friend and let alone like people you can, recognize that people are good for your sport or maybe overall are helping something that you care about, but not agree with everything else about them and uh, not necessarily have to interact with them either. If you don't feel so. Yeah, man. And it's the biggest bummer is, uh, and this is one thing, not only from my perspective, but there's a lot of other people um, that want to do the sport, but they, Mm -hmm. they see the one Oh five classes. This like click. Uh, mm. and I've had it brought up to me like multiple times, like the so clicky dude, like it's like a little group and they just like, it's and and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. it's clicky. Yeah, sure. Like it's yeah. fine. Whatever. You know, like, dude, there are people that bar- like can be barely talks to me anymore. I used to fly to Boston to train with him. He barely talks. Oh, to really? Me. Okay. Whatever. You know, but it's fine. Like, I don't, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's got his thing, like good for them. Like, I hope they're happy. I hope ev- I wish everybody the best. You know, you don't have to stay friends with everybody forever. That's okay. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you think the clicky vibe from, I mean, I guess I've been immersed in it and for a while, so maybe I'm not seeing from the outside how that might come across to people. Um, Do you think that uh, the, the look of a clicky environment with the 105s is due to it starting to branch off into kind of its own segment instead of being like, you know, obviously clash is taking the one Oh fives into their own thing. Um, it sounds like ASM next year, one Oh fives are going to be kind of separate. Um, are you, do you think that that's caused the issue because they're kind of branching off under their own thing just because no. they don't want to be a part of like the overall show and feel like they're being kind of crowded by the heavyweights and everything else going on. I'll put it to you this way. I never saw Brian Shaw or Poundstone or any of those guys tag each other in a post. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't mm. happen. You don't like, okay. like competitive. Like, I don't know. Like they're always, like, it's just, they're all tagging each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Whatever. Hey, whatever. But like, you don't see that. Like you don't see, you know, Stoltman tagging Mateus and you know, like, it's just, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just a click. It's cool. Like they're all friends. That's great. Like, but it never used to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we would do it if we trained together, but we never really tagged each other and stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it was never yeah, like that. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's like you like, like, you know, what I'm talking about like you see one person post, he tags, like, you know, they tag each other. Like it's, but it's cool. Whatever. I'm glad it's a family environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably the idea that, is shared among the guys. I think I can kind of imagine where, what you're thinking of when you're saying this. And I think that the, the family environment or the camaraderie is kind of the, the goal or what is in their mind when they're doing this stuff. 
Um, and I could see how that maybe could be taken in a, a clicky way. Well, it was never it's that hard way before. To, okay. Like we had a group chat, dude. Like we always, we always talk to each other like every day. Like we were all mm -hmm. talking to each other every day, but we weren't tagging each other and stuff all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like it wasn't just constantly talking about each other, Like, it's, mm -hmm. but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just different now. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. When do, when do you think that that transitioned? Probably like about the time Furman started growing the class, which makes sense. I mean, he's ponying mm -hmm. up the money, like, you know, spread the business, like do your thing. That's fine. I get it. Like it's a, it's a family, like it's mm -hmm. do your thing, man. But like, I'm just saying from an outsider perspective, who's had other one Oh fives talk to me about it that are amateurs. They're like, dude, it's so clicky. Like what the fuck's the deal with that? They were like, I thought this was like, and I'm like, I don't know, man. They're just supporting each other. I'm curious. Okay. That makes me honestly kind of flash back to when I had Tyler Young on here and he made a comment about joining, uh, not wanting to be in CrossFit when he was looking for like sports to do when he was in uh, the army or the Marines, I think he was in um, because CrossFit was too culty. And then he was like, little did I know strongman when I was joining. And that's kind of interesting because oh, I was dude. always a little, and I wasn't sure exactly what he meant by that, but I think, okay. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, dude, people are like wickedly and like, not wickedly in a bad way, like wickedly from, like from Philadelphia, wickedly, like saying wicked, like I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Um, you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like, uh, and, and, and like the one Oh fives are a click, but like the, you know, there are clicks in lightweight, strong women. There are clicks in can sure. Canada. Yeah. There are click like, dude, like it, the whole sport is clicky. Like mm -hmm. everything has their little click, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to be a fucking click. Okay. You know me, John, I tell people to unfollow me. I don't care. Like, I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a good coach. That's all I really give a shit about. You want to get stronger. You want to get better. You want to maybe want a pro card. Sure. Hit me up. But other than that, I just, I'm just like, have no ability inside of me to get invested in anything like that. It's just not like people come. It's really funny because I have a lot of opinions and I'm loud and I post them and it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just saying whatever, like it's how I feel. It's my social media. You don't have to like it. Uh, and I talked to so many people in person that I've had like interactions with online that like are negative. And then we talk in person and like every single time we end up following each other back and having conversation. And like, it's just like, yeah. I don't want to be in a click. I want to talk to everybody. Like, I don't care as long as you don't do shitty, like directly shitty things to me. I don't care. Like say bad things about me, whatever. You know, everybody's got an opinion. You're entitled to yours. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, man. I don't want to be in a clique. I don't want to be in a group. I just want to be cool with everybody. And like that kind of started to happen with uh, the 105s when all that shit was happening. Because like, dude, there were some low blows. And like, I would talk to my friends and I'd be like, dude, what the fuck's up with this? Like, this is not cool. Why is so-and-so saying this about me and then they'd be like hey it's not my problem and i'm like yo we're all friends dog like you know can we have some mediation because that used to be the thing like when we were all in a group chat if somebody said something really mean or people fought like dude 
there were multiple times where Furman would leave the group chat or I would leave the group chat or Johnny would leave the group chat. And like, we would invite him back in and everybody had to apologize and everybody like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, say you're sorry. Like we're all friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like group powwows. Like if somebody left, we bring him back in. You're not allowed to leave. We're all friends. We compete together. Like, and now it's just not that way. Like, it's like, you know, I don't know is what it is. I'm not, I'm not involved in the sport anymore other than like coaching and like helping people. I just, I don't, I don't want to host a show. I don't want to do any of the promoting stuff. I just don't, I like watching the sport because I love strongman. I've never, it was never about like making money off of strongman or being something like other than the person that I just wanted to go and win. That's that's it. Just wanted to go and win. Hated competing, but I just wanted to go and win. Okay. That's fair. Do what? I said that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. What are your opinions on it? Like I said, I mean, I'm, I've been pretty immersed in it, so it's hard for me to gauge necessarily how it looks like to an outsider at this point. Um, I never really felt anything was clicky per se, but again... Um, maybe I'm too close to see that. I don't know. Um, I know that things are trending in a very good direction for strongman, and maybe the best direction. Little, maybe a little clickiness has something to do with that. It's hard to say. I just I don't know. I'm not. I have a really hard time with like big picture and like trying to decide like what is actually pushing it in the best direction, right? Um, or if there's something that needs to change. And all I know is I want to provide a platform for people to get their personalities out and get comments like this so that it makes people think. And we yeah, can all kind of like collectively a, figure how many it subscribers out. subscribers you have now? Uh, mine doesn't actually track how many, like, for sure subscribers I have. I just know how many downloads I get. So right now I just crossed 1,150 unique downloads. So that means 1,150 different people. Have oh, downloaded nice. a, at least an episode um, and listened for at least five minutes. So, Sick. yeah, so it's it's climbing. I I'm up. That's a, up 150 from yesterday. So I mean, it's it's still climbing pretty well. That's um, sick, and we'll man. see where Good it winds up. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, that's uh that's cool. I've I've listened to them. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. appreciate the support. Yeah, it's uh I don't know, man. It's it's cool. It's cool seeing like people that I used to compete with that I really like, like Tyler Young, mm-hmm. you know, Anthony Marinara, Camby, like, it's just cool. Like seeing, just watching them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just cool. Like, yeah, man. Oh dude. Speaking of Tyler Young, that dude is built like a Peterbilt truck. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like yeah, if I, if I needed somebody to demo a house, I would just pay <laughs> Tyler to run like through it, just run through yeah. the house, just run it, just put on football pads and run around the house. Yeah. Yeah, for he's sure. So he's uh, he's the thickest he's a, person on the planet. Uh, he's a tank, man. <laughs> Dude, he is. I think he'll be the next person to press over a 400 pound log. Uh, he's right there. He's failed the 400 log more than anybody I know. <laughs> dude okay so funny story um i remember back when deal and i used to communicate um 
he was having, he was struggling with that 400 pound log. He wanted that 400 pound log. And he was asking mm-hmm. me one day, he's like, what the fuck is the problem with this thing? And I was like, dude, you could put 390 on that thing and then put another 10 pounds. And it is a totally different animal. I know yeah. it's the number. It is four zero zero on that motherfucker. And mm-hmm. it is, it's just a different feeling. The clean on 380 feels totally different than the clean on 400. Clean on okay. 395 feels totally different than the clean on 400. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it is heavy. Like, I don't think, I think it's funny that people think, oh, I've got a 500 pound front squat. So a 400 pound log should be, you know, mm. <laughs> does not compute. <laughs> it, dude, dude, I, I have one guy tell me at the gym uh, in Louisville, he had started getting into strongman and he had a strong front squat. He had like a 545 front squat. He's an Olympic lifter. He's like okay. 400 pound log shouldn't be far off. And I say, have you ever cleaned a 400 pound log? He's like, no. And I said, okay. So we put 400, they have a pit bull log there. We put 400 on the squat rack on like the pins. And I said, mm-hmm. unrack that. He couldn't, mm-hmm. he dude, he couldn't even get it on his fucking chest to stand up with it. Uh, it's just a yeah. different thing. It's just different, bro. Yeah. For all you unique listeners out there, <laughs> 400 pounds on a log is one of the most intimidating things in the world. How many 105s have hit that? I know you you hit what, four or 405, something like that? Less than 10. Uh, you, Canby, obviously now. Canby, wait, Rob, Canby, Clayton, Rob, yep. Sean, me. Uh, Carlos Reyes out of a rack. I'm just saying straight overhead. I don't, I don't give a shit if it's in training, out of like whatever okay. competition. I don't care. I think I think there's only been like nine people, and two of them at comp, basically. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's wild. Yeah, because Jesse said it hasn't he. Jesse, I don't know that he. I think he. Uh, he, he did, did a 415 three, overhead on a barbell. Yeah, and he did a – I think he did a 385 or a 390 uh, at comp and then went for 415 and missed it like here. No, it's not – It's no, it's – Yeah, yeah. Like I, those I, fucking know. incline bench. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, missed it on the lockout basically. ASM 2019. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. Dude, Jesse presses, he goes for like 410 or something like that, or 415, and he presses it up. The log did not move. It did not move. He just moved down. He pressed <laughs> himself away from the log. We were watching him like. That's wild. Dude, that that show was fucking fun. Yeah. That was a fun, that was like the most fun I've ever had at a show. No, ASM 2018 was, but okay. that was second. That was a fun show. Yeah, that was you had max log, max 18 inch deadlift, heavy yoke, sandbag else, toss, and stone over bar. Sandbag toss. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just it was like shenanigans the whole day. James mm. had pads on his legs. Jesse <laughs> pressed himself away from a log. Like it was just fucking shenanigans all day. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great show. It was a great show. Yeah. And your last comp. Last one, man. That's what I said. I said, I'm going to do one more. I said, I want to win an ASM. And actually that was like, not to whatever, but that was like one of my worst pro shows. 
the guy that was supposed to do my IV blew out my vein three times during the oh, IV. Shit. Yeah. The night before. So I went to the contest and my blood pressure and the next day was like 150 over 90. And I felt oh, wow. horrible. I pressed the 330 log and blacked out. I was like, so I had, I had hit 390 in training on log. I was going to go for four. Okay. Uh, and then that day, the highest I got was like 370. In um, the last attempt, or my third attempt, I think I went like 380. And I missed it. No. Did I get all three of my attempts? I can't remember. Either way, when I set it down, like, have you ever like had such a blood pressure spike that your body starts like spasming and like while you're trying to walk or something like that, bro? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like basically having a seizure trying to walk to the chair and people were like grabbing me. They're like, Are you okay? And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I did not feel, I did not feel good like from that until after sandbag. Um, so I didn't okay, do too wow. hot in sandbag, finally came back, pulled well, uh, the yoke came around, got like sixth in the yoke, uh, and then the stone came around and I was losing to Furman by one point, uh, and I beat him on stones and won. Mm, okay. Camby won the stones and I got second to Camby. Camby mm. always won the stones. Yeah. You didn't win an event there, did you? And you I still did. took the W overall. Yeah. I got two seconds, uh, a sixth a third and a no three seconds six okay. and a third yep oh. you don't have to win no you don't have to win <laughs> fuck i barely squeaked through uh, in the 2018 arnold dude joshua isel almost made fourth place he, i like beat him by two points oh wow yeah and then dude it's so funny uh jordan donaldson was first and he was going into first that day on day three and we didn't know the mystery event until that night. And I looked at Jordan and I said, well, this is yours to lose unless it's a log press and a deadlift. And then she goes, event one is log press and a deadlift. And Jordan looks at me and he goes, fuck. <laughs> that night, That's he awesome. goes, fuck. Like, <laughs> and I was like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That was, a, dude, the Arnold was a tough show, man. We had two stone events. Oh, really? Okay, I don't know. You, one of them was a uh, stone, stone over of bar, steel, right? and then in the finals, we had stone series. Was the stone over bar stone of steel? Yeah, it was a 330 okay. stone of steel over bar for reps, and then we had a three, uh, three or a five stone series up to like 365 um, on the main stage. Joshua Isel did like 100 reps. He's a stone loader, man. Dude, dude, the genetics I wish I had. Yeah, yeah, he's if going I had, to the... If I had his arms and my reckless ability to do copious amounts of steroids, <laughs> <laughs> the sky's a fucking limit, bro. That's fair. Yeah, he's going for the world record for the 105 stone in uh, December. What is it? Uh, 450. Oh, 455, yeah, 450, 452. Sorry, yeah. Um, Josh will be the first 105 to load a 500 pound stone. They're hoping they're going to have one ready just in case somebody can do it in December, but we'll see. He's so impressive. Yeah. Joshua Isel is very impressive. Such a sweet, sweet human too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I haven't gotten a chance to meet him yet in person, but I'm looking forward to it. I've I've heard nothing but good things. You can't miss him. 
Yeah. He's got these trebuchet <laughs> arms that just like engulfs what it's a cheat code, honestly. It's a cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's got one for something, probably. No, I want height, weight, and length restrictions restrictions and oh, contests okay. from now on. Yeah. Arms can only be so long. If they're too long, go to the next weight class. You're out of here. You're too long. Okay. What Make if you like fair. I what if you identify as somebody with shorter arms? If you identify it, well, that's a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> that's a conundrum. Now we're getting into I a whole nother uh, a whole nother thing of heat and drama. <laughs> what? Now we're getting into a whole nother thing of heat and drama for Instagram. <laughs> oh Lord. No, I don't even care about that stuff anymore. I do you you've obviously noticed I'm so much less political. Mm-hmm. I just don't fucking care. I don't have it in me. I quit. I do as soon. It's so funny. As soon as that Afghanistan stuff happened, Mm. I just went, don't care anymore. Just can't process anymore. I just can't process. I just don't care. I just quit. Nope. I'm out. See ya. I checked out of the simulation. I'm good. (laughs) The simulation. checked out man i just yeah. like make me a bot i just want to be a computer program make me a bot i'm i want to be an npc that's what hmm. i want to be i just want to be an npc but well i'm glad to yeah. see you're doing a podcast man i'm glad all this is going well yeah yeah trying to just come up with something else to keep me busy now so what are you doing for work uh driving cdl truck stuff so yeah lots of brainstorming now? and uh, no, 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 no. I'll be in Dallas. Uh, I'm in Seattle still. Um, we leave tomorrow um, and drive down. So, yeah, moving in the morning and then I'll be in Dallas on Sunday night. Where are you staying in Dallas? Uh, we got an apartment in Saxe. So it's right by Garland. It's where it's by Arlington. Garland. So we're, oh, we're Garland, 10 minutes. Texas. We're 10 minutes from Battle Axe. Oh, nice. You're going to train there. Uh, probably. Yeah. Between there and destination, my girlfriend really likes destination. So we'll be going back and forth. Destination's okay. I haven't <laughs> been to battle Axe yet, but Derek's doing a lot of good shit down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I reached out to him. Shows. Yeah, yeah. He's getting, he's getting a lot of like good sport exposure down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texas is, Texas has got a pretty uh, good, strong man scene. Seems that way. I wish, I wish Jake Fincher would do another show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I competed at his Ronnie in 2020, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, in the uh, convention center? Uh, well, it was supposed to be at a convention center, and then because of Corona, it got rescheduled like four times, which I can't say enough like good on him and Tommy for still pulling through and making it happen and not just canceling. Um, but then they it wound up at a gym in Waxahachie. Patriot? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really oh, cool, sick. Yeah, I, I mean, there. it was a great comp. Yeah, it was a cool comp. Um, just wasn't oh, quite dude. as big as it was supposed to be, you know. That's Jake, Tommy, that whole crew, hardest mm-hmm. workers. Like, and, yeah. and it, dude, it's like almost like funny at like you being not from Texas, you watch movies or watch TV shows with people from Texas. And then you meet Jake and Tommy and then they're all like, Hey, it's about respect or not given work hard, be hard. As and Texas it's like, as it gets. Oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh man, this is like super Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Jake, dude, 
best human, best father. Like the dude is the hardest worker. I've trained with him. He came in to train with me in like just dirt, just dirt. And I was like, what have you been doing? He's like, move like 75 trailers. I've been up for 82 hours. I'm running on six, <laughs> six bottles of bang energy drinks. And I'm like, you want to train? He's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. dude, those guys are all gas, no brakes. Yeah. Makes dudes impressive. Crazy impressive. Like Texas, yeah. Texans are just, they're just built different, bro. His, his fucking press is bonkers and makes no sense to me. None. None. none dude, it's funny because when you talk, like when you train with him, like <laughs> every time he does a movement, the noises that he makes, you're like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like he'll do a log clean, like, <laughs> and then you're like, so we're just doing 400 casually. He's like, built like shit. I think I pulled something. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Jake is, I think Jake is probably the most like, Un like I think as a heavyweight, like in, within heavyweights, he's respected. But I don't yeah. think he gets enough credit for how good he is. No, especially like he's not large, really. You know, no. he walks around what like two seventy, maybe. No, uh, yeah, I think last time we talked, he was like two seventy five or something like that. Yeah, he's not a big like he's big. Don't get me wrong, but like for a heavyweight, right. he's not a big dude. Um, yeah. but he just like. And like, the thing is he, he never, like, if you talk to him about training, if you were to have him on here or something like that, he'll tell you, he's never really had a good prep. Like he, if, if he has plans to train and his daughter is like, dad, I had a bad day. I want to go get ice cream. He's not training. (laughs) Like he's going to take his daughter to go get ice cream. That's why I fucking love that dude. Like him, Tommy, all these Texas dudes. I got so much fucking respect for just the type of men of character that they are. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, that's why those dudes have a tough time, like getting over that ledge because they don't yeah. see this as like their main priority. They got so right. much other shit to worry about. Yeah. You know? And it's like, good for them. Yeah. Good for fucking them. Yeah. Because and that being said shit, too, like the amount of grit that they have, cause like Jacob did OSG in 19 with a torn bicep and still got third. <laughs> Dude, John, let me tell you something. You're moving here in October. Yeah. You got it good, buddy. After March, wait till you try fucking training here. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. 115 degrees. Mm, yeah. 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 You have to bring, like, if you want to do log, bring like five shirts, six shirts. Fuck. It's, yeah. it's fucking miserable. Like, man, you know how I used to train. Like, I go into the gym for two hours, three hours, just banging, just banging it out. Now, no, no, absolutely not. Like, what's a, I don't know what an accessory is. I'm only doing main moves, <laughs> compound lifts, and I'm gone. Like, yeah, th- there is no pumps. Like, <laughs> it is, it's just fucking dude. Training down here is different. That's why, like, Danny mm-hmm. Vaji and like, Remember the chicks from Texas for a while? Fucking freaks, mm-hmm. dude. Danny Vaji, Brittany Barnes. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, the women from Texas, like even the powerlifters down here, dude, it's just different, bro. They're just mm-hmm. built different. They are built different. You, They are filled with whiskey and piss and vinegar, and they want to 
fight you and train hard and <laughs> sun. They are just different, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different atmosphere, but we'll have to train whenever you're down here, man. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. some sick I'll bumps. Around. I'll do some bodybuilding shit. You're in Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah. You're about 40 okay. minutes, 45 minutes away from me. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad. We get some I haven't been to then. Derek's gym. I want to go check it out. Yeah. We'll be there Sunday night. So we'll probably start. I'll be there probably Monday, honestly. All right, so. cool. Well, shoot me a text and let me know what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Uh, that's that's all I got for you tonight, too. I'll let you get to it. I know you're probably you're a couple of hours ahead of me, too, so I don't want to keep you up too late. Too late, man. I'm going to go to bed at like 3.30 in the morning. I got programming to do. Okay, let me reiterate here. I don't want to stay up too late because I got to hit the road at 8 a.m. <laughs> there you go, bro. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate right, you taking the time, though, you. man. This, Yeah, you too. You too. All right. Talk to you later, John. See you, bud. All right, guys, that was my interview with Terry Rady. Uh, like I said before, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know what you think of his opinion and uh, how yours stacks up against it. Uh, as always, I'd really appreciate if you don't mind uh, reviewing and maybe ranking my podcast. Give me some stars. You know, ideally five would be great. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for guests or questions you like answered or any topics you want to hear covered, uh, hit me up on Instagram at thickstrongandawkward, T-H-I-C-C. Uh, on the gram, or you can email me at uh, thick and awkward, T H I C C A N D A W K W A R D at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it thick, strong, and awkward.